Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Relatable Podcast, a safe space for open and honest conversations created for Black people. This podcast explores how we relate to one another in our intimate connections, friendships, family, and everything in between. Hosted by three Caribbean women. I am Fiona, a single mom. I'm Shaween, a very near empty nester. And I'm Chantal, a free-spirited monogamist. Relatable, because a shared journey brings hope. And you're probably wondering, what the hell is a relatable podcast? (laughs) Okay, we're going to keep it real. Broke it down. We're going to break it down. Essentially, you know, we all have these WhatsApp groups and with your friends, with your families. Then you're always riffing on something and talking about some issue or, you know, relationships and whatnot. And Shaween rounded us up and said, look, I want to do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. Basically. We need people to hear this. Basically. <laughs> we need people to hear this because this is important. Right. <laughs> the things we talk about. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So it's really giving you access to our WhatsApp conversations, but we're going to keep the topics more centered on relating and how we relate to our family, our friends, things that are happening in the world, and of course, ourselves, right? Definitely. Absolutely. Hence, Relatable Podcast. So welcome to the first episode. (laughs) (laughs) Now, feel free to join us. We have our wine. Um, Feel free to get your glass of wine as well. I think it's important that we all relax and just, you know, go with the flow. Buckle up, get ready for the ride. (laughs) What a ride is going to (laughs) be. And as you can tell, or maybe you can't, we are three Caribbean and proud women. Oh, yes. yes we oh, are. yes. Right? So expect a little bit of cackling. <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you might hear a few one to swear words popping in every now and then. So don't worry. It's okay. We all grown here. This is a bit of a Caribbean woman 101 yep. session. But I think one of the great things about, even though we are Caribbean women, I think the whole point of 
calling it the relatable podcast is that it's is relatable to everyone. I think there are aspects of us that can relate to anyone and is is understandable and people can really feel a lot of what that we are going through. And just like our Caribbean-ness is like the seasoning on top, <laughs> you know, the sprinkling, the, the flavor. Yeah. Yes. Pepper. So. <laughs> and I will try my best, guys, not to break out singing randomly. You Ooh. have a beautiful voice. So you know what? <laughs> Keep the singing. Keep Please. it coming. No, Keep don't, it coming. Listen, you're my hype squad. I am not a great singer, so let's not use that. <laughs> All right. So this is what we decided to do, guys. You know, typically we introduce ourselves and you, we give you a little background on what we do and who we are. And we thought, OK, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> You'll get to know that. Yeah, 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 yeah over time you will. Over yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. We, we now do that. We decided for the first episode of the Relatable Podcast to focus on probably one of the most important relationships you will ever have in your life, which is your relationship with yourself. Exactly. You know? Absolutely. I don't think people think that. <laughs> they always think it's with your long-time partner or mm, your family. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think we tend to think of ourselves as the last. We're going to add some perspective to that and change people's mindsets or even open up people's mindsets to the fact that you are your number one. You are your solar system, universe, world, everything. And without you, it wouldn't work. Right? It wouldn't. All right. Yeah, so. Okay. So we're going to play a little game. And if you can see our faces right now, we're all a little bit nervous, okay? <laughs> because we had this bright idea. Because this is how it goes in the WhatsApp group. Look, look, look. This is why I think in. Oh. <laughs> Shani, oh, Shawin, girl, no, 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 let's do it this. And this then we go add that and then put it in and yet, boy, boy, boy. boy. No. Yes, <laughs> and then we end up with this big thing. It's like, wait, okay. how did we go from there to there? Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is what we decided to do. There is an organization called the School of Life. And the School of Life is like this resource which I guess in a way shares our sentiment about getting to know yourselves and how you navigate the world. And they equip you with these wonderful tools like cards and workshops and all these amazing things. And because it's our first episode and we are talking about how we relate to ourselves and it's about you getting to know us, we thought, OK, well, let me get some of them cards there. Big up and School of Life. Big up School of Life. Big yeah, up. man. That's some free promo right there. <laughs> yeah, we're not even paid to do this. We just really love what they do. Yeah, and one thing you will learn from us as you get to know us is that we like to big up people a lot and we love to share. So if there's something that we are using in our lives to bring, whether it's a sense of ease, joy, information, we will share it with you. We're not getting paid we're not really getting paid for any of this. Yet. <laughs> Yet. This is the businesswoman, okay? Yeah, she's the business-minded one out of the free. She oh, really sure. is. She really is. So we got these beautiful cards from the School of Life called Know Yourself. And they are cards for self-exploration. And I'm going to read from the back, so allow me, okay? It's hard to understand who we really are, what we want, how we feel, and why we react as we do. This lack of self-knowledge can be trouble for it makes us get into the wrong relationships, pick unsatisfactory jobs or spend money unwisely. Uh -uh. I feel attacked. Me okay. too. Yeah. <laughs> 
School of life, man. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay, wait there. Okay, so no wonder Socrates summed up all the counsel of philosophy in just two words. Know thyself. These cards are designed to assist us in a journey of self-knowledge. They present us with a range of ideas and questions that can help us to understand ourselves better. Oof, boy. Oh, child. You ready for this, Fiona? Ready as I'll ever be. You're That's ready? why I have my wine in my hand. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. You ready, Sherwin? I'm trying to be. Let's go. So we decided that Sherwin is going first. Of course. <laughs> Of course. First of all, Shireen is a bad bitch, right? <laughs> she trying to like act like, you know. I have to take it in, though. I have to take it in. I have to try and understand properly because I... Mm, you, don't, you don't have to try to a... understand anything. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay. So, there guys, this is what's happening. I'm shuffling the cards. Mm -hmm. There's 60 altogether. Shireen is going to pick her first one. We're each going to answer three, right? Right. So, Shireen is going to pick her first one. I'll read it to her. And then I will give her space to answer. If y'all see Sherwin, right? Lord help me. <laughs> I'm sweating. Okay, I'm okay, sweating. If we have a drum roll. If we can put a drum <laughs> Thank you, Fiona. Wonderful, wonderful sound effects. All right, Sherwin, here we go. Sherwin is picking okay, down. They're looking too long. I don't, 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 don't. No, no, you're not supposed to look. Button. Okay, great. Yeah. All right, so Sherwin, your first question. If I knew I couldn't fail in my professional life, I try to over to you. Heal the world. Heal everybody and provide love. No, let me think about that. No, no, that's not it. If I could never fail in my professional life, mm -hmm. boy. Hmm. You know what? I have so many business ideas. Mm -hmm. I have so many things I want to do. I feel like I need about three lifetimes to complete them in all. Mm -hmm. If I knew I would never fail, I would try, try everything, start it, build it, pass it on, mm. sell it, grow it, whatever. But I would try everything because a lot of the time it's fear. Yeah. Fear stopping me from doing a lot of things. So if I knew I wouldn't fail, I would go for it every time. Every time. All the business ideas, all the aspirations, everything, I would just go for it. But yeah, a lot of fear. Out of all of your business ideas, which one is your favorite of all time? It oh, really yeah. kind of sets your spirit alight. But they're all my babies, though. Mm -hmm. So you don't have a favorite I, baby? <coughs> no, I <coughs> Listen, that's a topic in itself. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but there are certain things. I think it's trial and error for me. There are certain things I will start out loving it, loving it, loving it. But then when I get into the nitty gritty of it, I understand the ins and outs of it. Then I get bored easy as mm -hmm. well so i will do it do it do it and then i'll be like okay it's time to move on from that so it's not like i don't love it i just always feel the need to move on feel the need to try something else do something else i kind of sounding like a master of none what's it jack of all jack trades? of all trades master of none i don't type believe of thing. in that you, yeah. but it's for me some well that's me probably being a bit negative about myself but I will try out lots of different things and then I will try to love it and then say, okay, next. 
what's next mm-hmm. maybe that's my saggy side as well i don't know mm-hmm. but <laughs> but yeah it would definitely be business wise i would try out lots of things just go for it and not allow fear to keep me back from mm-hmm. doing the things i want to do my favorite idea must be something to do with nature and healing that's what i am thriving on right now nature and healing mm. not the madam business idea the madam excuse business me idea. <laughs> no, no, i feel like the Fiona madam, has a the story madam, the madam <laughs> business idea so we have to keep that on the side no no no, no 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 Fiona, Fiona, I just bust Listen, the madam <laughs> business idea that is oi anyway she that's, wants to that's heal the world. She doesn't want to be a madam anymore. Okay, that's not true. But hey, but you can be both. <laughs> she could. She could. Because exactly. it, it is a it is a type of healing. That's how I could take out healing. all the all all of the stresses and mm-hmm. all of the you know anxieties through my madamhood. Yeah, I could. <laughs> I'm thinking about this spiritual retreat, right? <laughs> All these flowers. <laughs> and you're me kicking somebody in the balls. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. I am sensing the real answer coming out now. And then, and then like rubbing it down with like organic oven oil and sprinkling rose petals on it. Yes. On it? Yes. It? Yes. It? When we say yes. it, what are we really saying? The balls. The she balls. said she was kicking. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It would be a very, very spiritual experience as well. But it is. Mm-hmm. Sex is a spiritual Very experience. Deep. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Exactly. But anyway, that's a whole other All right. Anyway, who, next, who, next, next. Okay. No, it's your, you're on the hot seat, darling. Gassa, what do you mean? All free one time? Yeah, man. One okay. time. All right. Let okay. Go, let's go. go. Let's go. go. Drum roll, Fiona. Drum roll. <laughs> I love it. Well, I mean, this question is straight to the point, I guess. Okay. Who are you? Hey, Ooh. who are you? There's a group that has a song. Ooh. Oh, it's called Who? Who? Who's the group? Okay, sorry. My yeah. bad. Break out in song, <laughs> Chantal. No, no, Break no. out in song. Who are you? Jeez. Now, if you ask me that question probably a year and a half ago, first thing I would say is I'm a mother. I'm a mother. I'm a teacher. I am a woman. I am independent. Now, I don't want to start with I'm a mother. Mm. Why not? Because I think I've been there, done that. I'm still, I'll always be a mother, mm-hmm. but that's not what defines me. I don't think that's what I want to define me now, just a mother. So I'm still trying to figure out what is going to define me and what do I call myself. I would say a teacher, but I'm slowly moving away from that because as much as I love teaching, I don't like the bureaucracy and everything else that comes with teaching. So I'm moving away from calling myself, I'm the teacher or the lecturer. So I don't know. I don't know. I am figuring that out. Mm, Good answer. Yeah, man. Who I am right now. I'm figuring it out. And it's scary. It's exciting. It gets lonely. However... I know when I get there, it will just be magnificent. It will be beautiful because I am beautiful. I am amazing and I believe everything I do will be amazing. So who am I? Work in progress. Amen. All right. Bring on the wind chimes. 
<laughs> okay, that is not a wind chime. <laughs> that is my wind chime. That is Shereen's wind chime. Uh, I think, I think, you know, I don't know about you, Fee, but that answer, I kind of relate to that. You know, the work in progress. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think we always keep wanting to put a label or definition on ourselves. And I think we're constantly changing, constantly evolving. Like yep. Shereen, are you saying... 18 months ago, your primary definition of yourself was that you were a mother. Now you're saying that has shifted while still maintaining that role of being a mother, right? Because I think, you know, like I used to be a photographer for so long. Now I don't even want to call myself that. So it's just to have a definitive definition is kind of stunts your growth. And I think leaving open to say a work in progress or is constantly changing and evolving. This is what I am right now. This is not what I'll always be forever. I think that is a better space to be in because if there's change, then therefore you're not going to go through some kind of crisis because you said, this is who I'm supposed to be like forever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? exactly. So it's just, I, I love that. I love just not having it be set in stone. Yeah. There's a fluidity, I feel, in really understanding who you are and a willingness to let go of past versions of yourself as well Mm -hmm. because who I am now at 48 versus me at 25 I was one year into a marriage I'm like what a rass was I doing you know (laughs) getting married at 24 and me both 24 me too talking about (laughs) babies I've been married a year at 25 like girl but that's what they say you're supposed to have the the, the husband two kids in the house by 25 hey burn that hey (laughs) girl but no but you know who I I mean I love 25 year old Chantal I do I love her because she made some very brave and controversial decisions Mm -hmm. and as scary as they were at the time you know when I actually thought my life was over (laughs) you know at at 27 oh my god I'm a failure Mm -hmm. 27 year olds listening let me tell you there is so much ahead of you (laughs) if you are going through what you feel is a life defining time and this is it I am here to tell you it isn't. It is it not isn't. at all. It is nowhere near. Look, yeah. I am 48 and still figuring shit out. But I'm proud of that. I no longer judge myself for that. So 20-something-year-olds out there, when people ask you, what do you have planned for the rest of your life? Tell them mind the business. That's not this. <laughs> anyway. Right. I, know, I need to sit. And on that note, I'll sip some Okay, wine. some more sips. A sip before <laughs> your final question, Shereen. Okay, okay. Shereen, you're doing well. Shereen, go, girl. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, here we go. All right, let's go. And your final question. It's a dramatic music. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've gone for the middle of the pack. Oh, oh okay. A lot. Oh, your questions. Now, this is funny because there's a theme with the cards that Shaween is selecting. Really? Mm-hmm. Listen to okay, this question. Okay. You ready? Yeah, let's go. Career-wise. Okay. What would you like to achieve in one year? A lot. In five years? In ten years? Boy, you Ooh. very career-centered cards, Very. Yeah? Hmm. In one year, I just want to make money. Hey, show me the paper. Money Bring half you Money make. half you make. Mm-hmm. How am I going to make that money? Okay, so I will be going back to teaching, to lecturing. That's a given. That's fine. And I'm I'm okay with that now. I'm going back to lecturing. But that's just temporary. That's one year. Mm-hmm alongside that career wise I want to 
I want to build brand me. Oh, nice. That's what I want. And how I want does that feel for you, Sharon? You know what? This is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. I started it a long time ago, probably back in 2005. That was before Lucas. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And who is Lucas, for those of us that don't know? Oh, Lucas is my baby boy. He's 15, 15 years old. And before I had him, I wanted to just start my own businesses. And it was something that was really important to me. I tried. And again, fear kicked in. Migrating to a new country, not knowing the ins and outs of things and you know, a lot of naysayers around telling you, boy, you're not going to make that. How and Giving me all the negatives. So it just kind of killed my passion, mm. killed it. So I did what people wanted me to do, which is go to university, build a career, mm-hmm. do this, do that. That's the way to go. And I kind of put all my dreams and aspirations aside. Now, now... Lucas is 15 and he's almost out the door because better believe when he's 18, he go in. <laughs> I am. It's not like you're counting the days or anything. Oi, honey, no, two and a half no. years. All right. <laughs> <laughs> two and a half years. And I am ready. So I'm putting in the work right now to build brand me and looking at all the things that I'm, I'm in love with. This podcast, this is like therapy for me i need this other business ideas i've been thinking about i'm starting to put pen to paper my writing i want to start writing i'm starting to put pen to paper so these are things in the next five years hopefully well not hopefully you know what it will happen i am going to be an entrepreneur promoting brand me and providing healing love Healing love. And that's a story in itself. Mm-hmm. No, that's her continuous theme. Eh? Healing yeah, love. You know, healing, entrepreneurship. And love. And, and love. love. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. To whoever wants it. Okay. And that's that's it. That's me. Mm. So, yeah, that one was easy. Yeah. So, where will you be when all this entrepreneurship... Girl. Oh, oh, okay. Um. <laughs> For starters... This will be, I think I'm a world citizen, but my base is in the Caribbean, is back home, back home. I could be anywhere, but my base is back home. I see myself being back home very soon, very, very soon. Back home in St. Lucia, by the way. And yeah, just making it happen and doing what I have to do to ensure that I spread it as far and wide as I can. Mm, Love to see it. Love to see it, love to hear She's it. She's out. All right, shall we? She's done in Babylon. She's gone. Hey, 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 Bobby, wrong. She'll come back summertime and say hi and then bounce. Bye. <laughs> like, bye, y'all. I am done. All right, shall we? Well, you are done. Thank you. You finished your three questions. Okay, insert. Uh, All right. Insert. Yep. I don't know. I, I am so sorry. <laughs> don't be. Okay. So guys, coming up next is our session called Under the Mango Tree, 
what is under the mango tree well under the mango tree is a session of respite think of yourself and what it feels like to be seated underneath a mango tree think about the breeze the birds the smells your foot in the soil the scenery around the mango tree and how it feels to be under that mango tree and we're going to introduce this as part of every episode of our podcast as a moment of respite amongst all the mayhem that is outside. So here we are for our first session of Under the Mango Tree. So today we're going to talk about our first kiss. So I'm going to start with Chantal. Oh God. What was your first kiss like? My first kiss was horrible. <laughs> I <laughs> I was I was quite an older person to have this as my first kiss apparently. I was 17 and all I remember is braces. I know who the person was. I'd had a crush on him forever. I didn't think he'd ever look at me. He started to look at me, so I guess we were unofficially dating for maybe a week or two before the first kiss and I was avoiding the first kiss like the plague I'm like I don't want to do this I don't want to have someone's tongue in my mouth god and it was as awful as I thought it would be because he wore braces he was his tongue Ugh, no that was my first kiss where was where did it happen it was in Nevis and it was on the road that we originally lived on and it was outside I think it was Mrs. Brown's house <laughs> and it was it was a Saturday it was hot and sunny. It was a beautiful day. And you know when you could sense your friends are setting you up for something? And mm -hmm. I'm just like, why are they being so... Like, oh, I'm not going to say his name. Oh, he's coming over to see you later. I was like, oh, God, why? You know, and then he came. He stood at the gate outside. I had to go outside the gate because he can't come in. And people, yeah, mother house. Mother house. Yeah. You're crazy. And so we're in the, in the room. And he's like, you know, I really like you. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like, did you like him? I did. I really mm. liked him. But I was a bit of a slow blossomer. Just, mm -hmm. you know, I wasn't really into stuff. I was into music and write on magazines and staying up late to watch this hip hop show on USA. Like I was so not yeah. into, you know, even though people thought I was because it was a small island and they see you with certain people and they assume that you're into the same things. Yes. But my friends who really knew me knew that I wasn't doing jack shit. But um, yeah, so that was my first kiss. And okay. I, I really like the guy. He's lovely, but the kiss was awful. <laughs> yeah. I love like the visualization of you outside the house with the gate and the kind of awkwardness and stuff so like that. Awkward. It's cute though. It was cute. It's cute. It was cute. Just minus the braces. Not focus yeah. on that. Okay. Shawin. You hmm. all ready? We're listening. Are you all ready? Is this going to be traumatic? Okay, so I was like 12. Mm -hmm. And this guy, he was about three years older than me, but we are watching that. And yeah, so we were cooling out by the sound system. And, you know, just chatting, talking. I like him. I didn't know he had liked me. So it was getting late, about like 10, 11 o'clock. And we, I said, wait, I have to go. My father will be looking for me and saying. Then he pulled me on the side of the... <laughs> <coughs> On the side of the sound system and tell me, you know, I really like you and thing. And I say, okay. And I start kissing him. So I start kissing you roll on him. I roll on that man. So I roll on him. I roll on him. He was kind of like, 
not not like boy <laughs> but i was like 12 years old but yeah i roll on him and that was like the best kiss ever best kiss ever and is when he start it's it start moving into more than kissing hey, then i say me? oh what okay went? no let's stop right there let's mm-hmm. stop because i didn't go there yet mm-hmm. okay but yeah I roll on the man. You roll right, on the so man. I had to. I had to. I had to leave my mark. Leave but mark. that one. Yes, okay. Um, we ended up getting back together again down the line. But yeah, that was a good first kiss. I could never forget that. And I can't remember what song that was playing. I think I wrote it down in the book, the song that was playing. It was one of them, you know, them 90s dance hall, mm-hmm. okay. a female singer, maybe um, Under song? the Sycamore Tree or one of mm-hmm. them songs. Yeah, one of them things. A lady All song right. something. Yeah, in the boulevard. Okay, nice. so now Miss Fiona. Well, okay, so I think I was 13 or 14 and Senusha has a jazz festival mm-hmm. at Pigeon Island. So it's like, it's right by the water, right? In the national park and in the stage and stuff is just the ocean. And Martinique is, or then the view of Martinique is right behind the stage. It's beautiful. And as they have all my friends from secondary school and stuff, we're hanging out as teenagers. And then, so a lot of people come from different islands at the time to Senusha Jazz Festival because it's a big thing. And a lot of people came from Martinique as well. They take up the boat across from Martinique to come. And you can always tell what a person from Martinique look like from their pants or trousers that they wear. They'd wear mm-hmm. very baggy, patterned or floral yep. pants. You just know that person is French. You're from Martinique or Guadeloupe, right? So I met this guy and he barely spoke any English and his name was Jopatier. Of course. Jopatier was tall. And I don't know if he was white, like he was kind of like mixed race or maybe white Caribbean people, but you know, he was like tan and he had wavy brown hair and he was tall. And he said, Would you like to go for a walk? <laughs> by the water. And I was like, Yeah, by this time the sun had set and stuff Ooh. like that. And I went and I was wearing a little crop top and the palazzo pants. You remember oh, that? Yes. Pilazzo, right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I know that very I well. I thought I was looking like this shit. And yeah, he he brought me to like the rocks and stuff and the waves were crashing against the rocks and the sun had set and jazz was playing in the back. And yeah, and then he went in and he kissed me, right? And then obviously he started to do French kissing. So he started to put his tongue in my mouth and I was <laughs> Chantal's face. I was horrified. I was like, oh, I, I, I just couldn't compute. And I, I pushed him and I was like, oh, I have to go there. I ran off in the most dramatic fashion. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that. And I never saw Chapati again. Um, he went right. back on the boat to Martinique. But the kind of uncomfortable part was that Chapati was 22. Oh. And I was 14. Oh, Jill. So, okay. Jill. So that's another story. Hey. It was oh in the Caribbean and all of that kind of thing. But yeah, Chapati had no place taking me no. on no rocks. Because I, I look like a 14 year I was just going to say, come on now. And yeah. you can tell. Yeah, back at, in the day. man at 22, when a girl is a girl. Yes, but... Uh, Back in the day, especially how we used to dress, even though we thought we were dressing like big women. You're not making excuses for them. No, no, no. I'm just saying that back in the day, how we used to dress, we didn't wear so much makeup and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So we kind of look more our age. Now, I'm no way uh, defending men in this day and age in terms of... 
with them going with young children just because they wear lots of makeup mm. and they, they kind of look there you cannot define their age properly but you can tell by mannerisms and conversation and stuff like that but yes Jean Patier very much knew my age and he had no place bringing me on no rocks and you were not having the French kissing <laughs> no right no, Lisa no, I was very innocent them times good so not good. me well <laughs> <laughs> I rule okay so, well thank you for this session 
And this book is This One Sky Day. And visually, the UK imprint, and I think it's also the European imprint, is simply stunning. Like the edges are the same color as the artwork on the cover. So as you turn each page, it's just a visual experience as well. So even if you don't want to read a book, buy it because it's pretty. Yep, it long is. Story short. It, it, long story short, it's pretty. But this book is bringing me joy because it's very Caribbean, but again, it's magical, it's mystical, it's futurism, it's obia, it's all these things. And yet you recognize, and not even yet, and you will recognize yourself or a version of yourself in almost every page of this book or someone that you know. You know, I I don't even want to give any spoilers, but I am in the last few pages (laughs) and I've been holding on to them because I don't want to leave this, this, this place. And the name of the island, guys, is Poppy Show. Okay, you, you, you understand everything done. I'm buying that book I today. I don't even have to say anything else. The name of the island is Poppy Show. Okay. Okay? I'm buying it today. So I am going to read you just a little summary of the book. Right? An introduction. Dawn breaks across the archipelago of Poppy Show. The world is stirring awake again. Each resident with their own list of things to do. A wedding feast to conjure and cook. A cheating husband to discover. A lost soul to set free. As the sun rises, two star-crossed lovers try to find their second chance at abiding love. When night falls, all have been given a gift and many are no longer the same. The sky is pink and some wonder if it will ever be blue again. Ooh, my goodness. Let me tell Ooh. all you, right? Let me tell you. Just get the book. It I'm is getting, getting it. It's bringing me joy. Leonie Ross, you are such a badass writer. I cannot even fangirl about you enough. There is not enough fangirling in the world for me to fangirl. My gosh. Okay, and that is what is bringing me joy right now. Over to you, Sherwin. I'm quick and easy. Skip Marley. Oh, well. All right. Okay. Skip Marley. He kind of cute though. Oi, the man looking good. But he's like 12. Though. I know, I know. <laughs> I have to control myself. He looking... <clears throat> Seriously, which one of them is... Whose son is he? And somebody... Somebody grandchild. grandchild. Steven, <laughs> Steven. Grandchild. Somebody grandchild. Somebody grandchild. Okay. That oi. No, but I'm loving his music. Yes. Yeah? All jokes aside... His music, it makes me happy. I listen to it and I'm singing, I'm dancing, I'm crying. He's just amazing. I don't know the name of his album. I just have him on a playlist, a mixtape on Tidal. I know they're not going to give us any money for that, but still (laughs) on Tidal. And it's just amazing. Reggae romance, that's the name of it. Reggae romance on title, and I love it. I think we need a little bit of that in our life, though. Yes. Some reggae romance. Yes. Right. So, the thing that's been bringing me joy this week is Mango. 
and I will expand. I have been having mango kind of semi-ripe with some grated garlic, chopped coriander, lime lemon, pepper, a little bit of olive oil, good olive oil, just a sprinkle of sea salt, okay? And just just making a bowl of that, chopping it all together and just eating it. And make sure to have some pepper on that, right? Like as in either you have uh, fresh pepper sauce or whatever little pepper sauce so you have that heat sweetness, the garlic, the coriander, the zing of the, the lime or lemon and all of those eruption of flavors in your mouth has been bringing me enough joy this week and make my body you know when you eat something in your body say oh i needed that it feels good it's good for you this is good for you though just tastes good it's good for you that's what has given me joy And there you have it, everyone, the end of our premiere episode. It's been amazing sharing virtual space with you all. And of course, getting to know all about our girl, Sherween. I know Fiona is over there wanting to sing. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. <laughs> I'm really trying to be it's, ethereal it's, right now. It's, it's so lovely. It's, that was really nice, Fiona. Oh. Okay. Sherwin, so, your face is saying otherwise. It's okay. Anyway. Anyway, it's all good. Remember, you can find us on Acast, Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. On Instagram, follow the Relatable Podcast, and new episodes drop every Wednesday. Relatable, because a shared journey brings hope. 